I think the music's done, but I can't tell. <laughs> no, it's done. It's done. I did hit hey. it again, but the meow was definitely off. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we have a delay. Yeah. Had to try. Had to try. But we're back. We did it, guys. It's been so long since we've seen you. Yeah. Or it's you've been about a week. hours of us. <laughs> yep. We are back. We're nerds. It's another week. I'm Jester954 here with everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron. Jean-Claude Van Damme is now in Mortal Kombat. Mueller. And... <laughs> <laughs> Our resident camping Viking, Jimmy's John. Hey. hey. I, sent, I, I finally found that thing and I sent it to you. The, the girls trying to eat a sandwich at Jimmy's John <laughs> with the twerking mob behind them. That was great. Now, yeah, why hope get it, though? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Oh, man. None of the Jimmy's Johns around me are that popping. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus. Jimmy John's really is like pretty that. whack. The one by me is just like a really nerdy dude. He's super nice, but sometimes I'll go on lunch because it's like uh, I can track the calories pretty easy, you know? But it always gives me a diarrhea. Uh, I think it's the peppers, but they taste so good that I have to eat them. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways. <laughs> it's another <laughs> the one week. By me doesn't have anyone twerking. <laughs> it's just a nerdy guy who's really nice to me, but he ain't twerking. Damn. Well, if he's not twerking, I'm not tipping. Sorry, bud. <laughs> I'm tip drilling, bro. <laughs> uh, this week we've got uh, we got the Flash. This week, finally, the Flash Man came out. Bat Flash came out, and we saw it. So we're going to we talk did. about it. I went to the movies and saw the biggest disruption, fight, argument, screaming thing that I've ever seen in a movie theater. It was wonderful. Oh, really? Yeah, it was just like so. The movie started and it was fine. I went to the big fancy Dania point. I went to the RPX, which is the big IMAX thing with the 150, 200 seats, the big, big theater. And it was like two similar groups sitting in the same aisle. And I'm assuming one of one, per, let's say group A and group B, somebody in group B must have been sitting in an off chair that was in someone in group A who came late. And then all you heard was around the part of the movie, spoilers, no spoilers, where Barry meets Barry. Mm-hmm. So around that trailer. part. Yeah, so around that part of the movie where they're kind of in the house and silly comedy shit. So it didn't disrupt any action stuff. Mm. But somebody was like, uh-uh, that ain't your seat. Oh, shit. <laughs> and, and it was like, you can find another one? And, and then that just escalated into, like, <laughs> no lie, the line, not in front of my kids. <laughs> oh, shit. You already know and, it's about to get it good. Just, when it, it was like two. It was like two moms. Two moms. When you get a like, knot in front of my kids, you already know it's about to be good. Uh, you ain't gonna talk to me in front of my kids like that, like that kind of shit. And uh, it just started. It just became this huge thing where they're fighting, and then the entire though I've never seen it. The whole theater was just like, "Shut up! Get out of here!" <laughs> Boo! Like it was <laughs> wild, dude. The entire theater was just going nuts, man. And I was just sitting there, like, man, do I throw a handful of pretzels at these bitches right now? But I didn't, though. I wanted to, <laughs> but I, I just knew, like, if I do that, somehow someone's gonna see it's me, and I'm gonna be fighting a gaggle of people. But it was funny. It was just like, a, it was probably like a two or three minute distraction. But that two or three minutes is a long time. Yeah, uh, it's a very long time for people to just be standing up and like. And I look at the guy next to me; he's got his phone out. Like I sat next to these two big nerd buddies, and they had he had he was like filming it, 
It was, it was pretty disruptive. <laughs> but uh, but luckily, they shut the fuck up. Like, once the entire theater mobbed up against them and everybody was like, shut the fuck up, they actually shut up. It was pretty uh, It was pretty nice. Well, I have a story about that, but we'll, I'll wait till we're talking about the movie. Unless you want a Aaron yells at little kids again. <laughs> I mean, fuck we're talking movie stories. So. All right. Yeah. So we had uh, what I didn't realize were like 12-year-old kids. <laughs> it sounded like like 16, 17-year-olds, you know, like the or like maybe 15, 16-year-olds, you know, like the loud, disruptive, shitty kids that are just yeah. there to make yeah. things annoying. Um, <laughs> and they kept doing stuff like, oh, Batman. <laughs> and I, I, I had to be like, shut the fuck up. Well, first I just said, shut up. And then the kid was like, you shut up. But then he did for a while, shut up. And I was like, okay. And then at the end, someone else shushed him. And then like at the very end, he started, he, he yelled something else. And I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, I stood up and turned around to look at them. And it was like three little like 12-year-old kids. And so oh, I was shit. like, fucking assholes. I just gave them the dead eye. And then they ran out of the theater and I flipped them the bird as they were leaving. <laughs> you don't get to come like... You don't get to come to the movies. I don't care if you're fucking 12. You just don't. No. You need to be raised I mean, better, Their bro. parents aren't going to show them that, so exactly. Uncle Aaron take the yeah. reins. Sometimes you got to flip I off a little fair. kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck but yeah. otherwise, Kelsey had to shush the people next to her. Um, but she just did it once because they just like started having a full-blown conversation like in a quiet part. And so mm-hmm. she just went, shh. And they did. I was like, well, you know, you can't even be that mad. <laughs> Nice. They shut the fuck up at least. So, but yeah, so that's pretty much all we got this week. I, I'm gonna. We got Demon Slayer, um, the finale, and James will score the season. And then that's, I think, the only main topics we've got. Did we get any questions? Anyone write in? Nobody wrote in. You pieces of first garbage. time. First time we got <laughs> zero. But it's a. I was gonna flash you for the Flash movie, but I won't now. You. Cause you guys suck. Well, I mean, somebody I somebody wrote in Facebook though. So no, oh, I didn't put it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I missed it. Somebody wrote in, but it was like a, it was just like a tiny Earl slash. It was like a probably a link to like a GIF or something, and mm. that doesn't uh, that doesn't come through in the uh, the anonymous question yeah, thing. It that's just not a goddamn question. Piece of shit. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah. mother frickers. But yeah, uh, it's all good though. Just a nice little <laughs> slim week. Yeah, we got a you know we we did a four hour week last week. I think we're all right now. Yeah, we you should. Know, I don't think <laughs> try to we keep should it feel down bad, to three and a half the day at least. Apologize. <laughs> tell anyone we're you know we realize we're pieces of garbage. Any of that stuff that you do when you fuck up, you know what I mean? Right. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, all right, well, it's been. <laughs> Let's talk about our fucking weeks because we don't have a mixer right now. Well, we do. I don't have my mixer. Yeah, and I um, have that drop. Yeah. <laughs> I will go first because I have one thing. I just played Diablo 4 a lot and I got some I got some complaints. I'm hitting the uh wall that just sucks, man. It's it's just not fun. Everything takes forever. <laughs> uh <laughs> You know, like, to get anywhere, to do anything. Yeah. And... What do you mean, like, end game, like, end game grind stuff? Well, no, like, everywhere, like, it's all about you're riding your horse. The horse sucks, right? The horse is garbage. Like, I didn't know this, James. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
this is so fucking annoying. And this is because it's a goddamn console port. <laughs> the reason sometimes your horse goes real slow is because it's based on the distance of your mouse from your mount. So the further you are on your screen with the mouse, the faster mm. you go. That's weird. And that's I think that's stupid. because it's like mimicking people pushing the joystick further, I guess. Mm. So it's really dumb. That's um, super dumb. EXP is really slow. Everything costs a lot of money. You don't have <laughs> enough storage to, you don't have enough storage to like facilitate having enough items to do enough builds. And when you start getting nightmare sigils, those take space in your inventory. I fucking maxed out on them and I was like, no. No, they didn't just give me another fucking thing to put in my goddamn <laughs> stupid do fucking stash. That only has they individual? No. I I think they stack um like I don't know. I've not had a type because it, it's not the one problem is you slot, can get is it? you can get different rarities of them. You know what I mean? So oh. it's like yeah, like it'll probably stack if you have the same rarity and same one. But I don't know. Mm. It's just it's fucking miserable. It is not fun to manage your inventory uh, in this game at all. You only have four stash tabs, and it's a shared stash, which is really annoying because why wouldn't they at least make a shared stash and a solo stash? Right, I like even a stash for the one yet. Oh well, you also have to <laughs> collect jewels, and the jewels take up one full inventory slot each. So do the aspects, or the it's the aspects. Sorry. It's aspects, nightmare sigils, and potions all take up spots in your inventory. They have at least separate tabs in your inventory mm. for them, but you will run out of space. I mean, I started throwing away the nightmare sigils, but the aspects can are what I, I meant. You can't. You can just throw them on the ground. Can you drop um, them near me? Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can pick them up, actually. I don't know if that's how they work. Mm. Um might have to try but yeah it's just a lot of inventory management that's just really frustrating like it doesn't feel good uh and everything takes a very very long time to get to and to Mm. do so it's it's just a lot of quality of life shit that's really dumb and for a game like this that's supposed to be about uh making alts and just kind of fast-paced shit it's really not optimal I'm having fun still. I still think it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm still enjoying the combat of it. And the my build is still good, and I'm still finding, like, decent gear or whatever. But I just feel like they should have known better <laughs> with a lot of this shit. You know what I mean? The fact yeah. that you have to redo a lot of the, um, what's the, the Renown, I think it's called? Uh, the map shit. Like... You have to re-earn all of the slots as, or all the the different map renown slots or whatever on each character. You do get any skill points, potions, and um, right. It's just uh, the money paragon reward. points. Yeah, but so you also really only like you get have to do it. But you also only get the main cities in the map opened. Yeah, so you have to no, refine that everything. Part's stupid. Really annoying. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's still fun. I'm still having fun, but like I started making alts and it just feels like bad to do, if that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. like if it's not it's not feeling uh it's not giving me joy. <laughs> it's not bringing me joy. So um But yeah, joy. I mean otherwise oh, I'm having a good enough time. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm still in it. I'm still, you know, playing around here and there with my friends and you know, you, me and um Pencil played the other night. Was it Pencil? 
Mm-hmm. No, it was Jesse. Mm-hmm. It's you, me, and Jesse. Because pencil was yeah, in the I was chat in the bone. Day, but he yeah. Oh, and bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you know. Playing. Otherwise, I haven't really played much else. I've still been dicking around on Liza P. Um, I'm at the last boss, and it's really hard. Like, really, really hard. But I just have to learn the timing. I st- it's the same thing that happened with Sekiro, where <laughs> this is just a me problem, but I, like, flinch when I have to time my parries. <laughs> like, I, have, I flinch every time. It's, like, a problem. I found, I, yeah, I found the parrying very forgiving in that compared to Dark Souls for me. Yeah, but in Liza P. But it's the not perfect, a parry. It's just a block. Yeah. So. The perfect block is really, really tough for me because they did the thing where every enemy holds an attack for like a second too long. Have you noticed that? They did the same thing of Elden Ring where they were like, they reach back yeah, and then attack. And it's like every time I block wrong. Really and it's just learning the patterns. It's super I hate. I fucking hate it. <laughs> because... It's the weirdest thing to do in a fight. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're just like, I'm gonna punch. You know, like, I I guess it would work, but in that period of time, someone's gonna punch you three times, you know? Like, you're gonna get hit a couple times before uh, that works out for you. So, yeah. But yeah, otherwise, um, I'm really enjoying Liza P. I still think it's really good. I think it's gonna be a great game, and I am excited to play it when it comes out. I I did play it, too. I played some of it i i kind of got decent into it and then i just figured okay i'm done i'll wait for the game to come out but man every game has to switch it up a little bit the damn timing the enemy the enemies the way they swing yeah it's like you think you can tell when they're about to swing but it's like they're really slow to wind up and then they just quickly swing like they just swing really fast Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and it's hard to like tell but i'm sure after playing it for a while i'll get used to it but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's definitely just a Souls like, so it, it feels pretty good. So I'll be there day one for that. Yeah, it yeah. controls really it well. Um, really yeah, that's the big. And part. it looks good. Oh, I like dude, the little it dude. looks mm-hmm. incredible. Like yeah. it is so pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's so pretty. It's well, Chalamet. It's, yeah, little oh, yeah, Charlotte. Well, you know, Timothy Chalamet. Yep. Um, yeah, it looks good. It plays good. I think. I just need to get used to the intricacies of it. You know what I mean? Like the specific style it has or whatever you want to call right. it um, of the the parry system, basically. I mean, you, so. just, you just got to get good. Is what I need is. to do what the kids say and get good. Yeah, I do get jumbled and like heal sometimes when I don't mean to because yeah. I keep forgetting to switch from sharpen to heal. That gets kind of annoying, but it's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the two belt system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I fuck up and 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 heal by accident because I'll I'll push up to heal once and then I go to sharpen and I'll fuck my shit up. It's it's that's nice in boss thing when you're, you're like want to use it and you're aware of what you yeah. Doing, but when you're like when you're doing it right, using it instincts, works really well. It's not great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you're when you're doing it, when you're playing it the way it's supposed to be played, like with the with the belts, it feels fucking great and it, mm-hmm. it's it's really handy. Because it gives you more slots, you know? I mean, I guess they could just give you more slots, but that would get dicey when you're trying to get a specific thing, which happened in, like, Dark Souls and, like, Elden Ring. You know, sometimes you'll be... You'll have, like, six things on your bar, and you're just trying to get to a fucking heal, and you're like, tap, 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 just trying to get there, you know? (laughs) But, um... Well, yeah, yeah. but From fixed it by just having you to hold down. Oh, yeah. 
So you would all just, yeah, you just have it always Dark on Souls. your... Mm-hmm. I think Scholar or 3 is where they change it, to where if you ever just hold a direction, it'll go to your first slot. Mm, Ready that's to right, man. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. it for me. Um, alrighty, let's see here. I got a couple things. Uh, first record, we got our Mega Man Battle Network 1 soundtrack showed up, so I just photographed it, bagged it, threw it in the thing. Big whoop. Generic electronic video game music. I really didn't need this soundtrack, but unfortunately, after I pre-ordered it and decided I didn't want them anymore, they were like, no refunds, so I kept it. So I'll probably... That's why I don't really get into video game music. I feel like a lot of it becomes kind of just like, especially older stuff, it's just this chip tune. It's just like, beep, beep, doo, doo, beep. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Uh, I mean, it just depends on the game. I just, the only reason why I impulse ordered the Mega Man Battle Network 1 and 2 soundtracks was because I already own every other Mega Man record pressed. So I was like, well, I need those because why not? And then I realized, like, no, I don't. And Mega Man Battle <laughs> Network has cool music, but it's not the iconic Mega Man music that I remember. So I have no attachment to it. So I, mm. I have no reason to spin them. I have no reason to have them. I would probably just keep them and maybe gift them or sell them or some shit. Uh, next, I played Street Fighter. We're still playing Street Fighter CEOs this week. So Mahanda's good. But, man, I'm still in silver, which is rough. Because, man, everybody I know is in freaking platinum and shit. But we'll see i'm enjoying it i beat the story mode the story mode didn't really have a story it did but i think it was more of a world building tool which was really cool that i talked about last time or the time before so it was fine i definitely still keep my score street fighters a nine uh it's perfect it's one of the best fighting games ever it's just fucking great go play street fighter six it's wonderful and then i watched a bunch of shit so first i watched Children of Men, on a recommendation from a friend of mine. I thought it was fine. I don't know. That's a great movie, man. I'm not going to front. I love that movie. It's like, it's a top for me. I haven't watched it in years, though. It's one of those ones that, like, you know, sticks in my heart forever, but might not be, might not be there, you know. It's, it was good. I liked Michael Caine's little stoner character guy, pull my finger guy. Uh... (laughs) And I thought the movie was fine. The story was fine. I guess I'm just not really big into like gritty, realistic dramas, even though it was like you know not that realistic because it's like, like no, there's no more people, like no more babies. Therefore, you know everyone's gonna die. And then we found a pregnant lady. Uh, it was fine. I don't have much to say about it. I think it was fine. Spoilers, dude. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it was fine. So then, okay. So then I watched. First, I'll do this one. So, the Guardians of Justice is something we missed. But I really think what it is, is I think that they put no money behind... Um, Addie Shankar? No, but what? not production, but advertising. Oh, Promotion. Yeah, yeah. They didn't promote this. Promotion. Marketing. Because... Yeah. So, I remember <clears throat> about, a, <clears throat> about a year and a half ago, I heard Addie Shankar, who's the guy who made Castlevania series on Netflix. I heard him on a podcast talking about a series he was making... And God, do I hate this guy. <laughs> I fucking hate this guy, dude. This guy is the biggest cringe lord, edge lord fucking dude in the fucking he world. He really man. is bad. It makes me want to never, it makes me not want to watch Castlevania, which I still haven't. I've only seen season one. And like, 
God, is this guy uh, just fucking annoying? And like, so I'm, I see him on this this podcast, and he's talking about working on this show called The Guardians of Justice. Spoilers, it's just a fucking wannabe copy of like The Boys. It's an edgy, a dark and edgy superhero story. Like, that's it. Like, the first yeah. episode starts with Superman killing himself. It's We've like, seen it all. Yeah, it's just, this would have been really cool 10, 15 years ago, but like now, dude, you're just, oh, cool. So when he was on that, on that podcast, he's like, this show is going to be revolutionary compared to anything anyone has ever seen in the, in the medium of, of art. And he's like, uh, you see, the thing with me is, is my mind is really sick and twisted. And if anybody was ever able to see what goes on in my head, it would drive you completely insane if you saw the way that I think. He's literally saying this shit like the way that my mind sees things, visualizes them in a way that would drive the average person completely insane. But I'm just so dark and twisted that my mind can comprehend and put it out with an art. So the whole thing, he's like, so the show is very, uh, the show is very... I don't know, fucking reaching for extremes by like, he's like, the show is going to change mediums every, every seven seconds. It's going to be a different medium. Now I will say he does kind of do this. So the show is live action. And then every like fucking 20, 30 seconds, there's an excuse to cut away to like an animated thing. And then it goes back to live action. And then it goes back to like a different kind of animation than live action. Then like maybe there was one little second where it was like little, eight bit cartoons running in the city like me. <laughs> so they do, he, it, it, it does do that. It does switch mediums every minute or so, but it's mostly live action. Mm. And it's, I only watched the first episode. I don't even think I want to watch the more of it, but I, I might try it. Uh, but yeah, it's just edge Lord, dark, gritty justice league. Like there's a Superman analog, there's a Batman analog, like full on Batman analog where he's fighting a dude with a bowler hat and a cane in green <laughs> and it's going like pow and zam and like oh, whip, whip, <laughs> while they're like while they're fighting. Like it's just it's just a straight up Justice League copy and then they make it dark and gritty and they curse a lot and I'm sure there'll be sex at some point. Uh, it was dumb, but who knows? Uh, then I saw... You just don't get it because you can't see into his brain because if you saw into his brain... Huh. It would drive me crazy. I get you would, it. You'd probably go insane, dude. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I got to find that fucking podcast. He, he literally says that if you, were, if you were able to see what goes on in my mind, it would drive the average person completely insane. <laughs> it's like, dude, shut the fuck up, dude. You're just yeah, a dude. fucking dude who like grew up fucking going to Hot Topic. Shut up. Um, he wears... Yeah, he, you know who he reminds me of? Uh, the one guitarist from System of a Down, because yeah. they both do like that same under eye makeup. Yeah, the eyeliner. And he, that guy seems like he'd be an edge lord too, right? Yeah, I mean, for anybody who's familiar with like heavy metal people, he has the same level of kind of overdone cringe as Jose Mangan. If anybody knows who Jose Mangan is, he's a heavy metal ambassador on Sirius XM. And he is the biggest cringe lord in the world. But I will say that Jose Mangan actually is like a lifelong, he is dedicated to heavy metal. So I, I have to give him that he's at least authentic and genuine within his love for what he loves. But he it's just, he's just so cringy. Like, yeah. but so I, I can't really hate him for it, but it is kind of hard to watch Jose Mangan, but I get it. Uh, so yeah, whatever. Gardens of Justice, who cares? 
then I saw a movie recommended by our boy John from Friday Night Fandom. He said, check out Soft and Quiet on Netflix. And I had seen... I'd been trying to find this movie for a couple of weeks because I had seen a little, there's this dude I follow on, on Instagram where he just, he just films his laptop like Netflix. And he likes, he like says, imagine if you were, and he like describes a movie and I'm like, Oh, this is a cool way for me to like, like he goes through like tons of movies. So like I might catch a movie that I haven't seen or something through this guy. And I saw him one time recommend soft and quiet. And he's like, this is one of the most disturbing movies on uh, Netflix and only 5% of people can get through the first 15 minutes because it's if so you disturbing. It, you'll go insane. <laughs> yeah, one of those fuckers, right? And I forgot what the movie was and I was looking for it and I couldn't find it. And then the other day, John messages me and he's like, yo, have you heard of this movie? Or he's like, hey, did you? can you remind Aaron to watch this movie? I want him to watch it. And I looked it up and I was like, oh my God, that's the movie I've been looking for. So... I'm going to spoil it. <laughs> uh, here's the deal. It's not really a, it's not like a spoilerific movie where there's a plot. It's more of like <clears throat> a movie you watch. It's not really about what happens and I won't fully spoil it, but I'll give you the gist of what it is. It's all in one take, or at least it wants you to believe so. So that is the interesting part. The majority of the movie is one long camera take. Apparently the movie was shot over four days where they just filmed the movie four times. And then most of what's in the movie is all from one day. I couldn't really find any, any cuts. Maybe I wasn't looking the whole time. I thought I found a cut at one point, but I'm not sure. It does pretty much seem like it's most. And then also for very long stretches of time, 10, 20 minutes at a time, it's, you can tell it's completely one take. So if anything, this movie is three to five takes for like an hour and a half. So it's pretty fucking crazy. But, so the movie's just, it's like this, it's like this woman, this teacher, and then she like walks to this house and it's a, it's a meeting of a bunch of white women, a bunch of white women meet up and they're like a little, they're like a little club and they're a club of Aryan purists, basically. (laughs) (laughs) They're basically like women, like racist like uh, white nationalist KKK Nazi women who live in today's world, but they have a little club where they can get together and like vent about their frustrations. And I'm assuming this is what the most disturbing, because like, you know, 10 minutes into the movie, you realize, Oh, these bitches are racist and they're, they're getting together and it's them sitting around like talking like, so, you know, why do you think you're here, Susie? And she's like, well, at work, I've been at work. I've been busting my ass really hard and I work two jobs and I'm poor and, and this and that. And I go to work and I've been there for so long. And then this girl, this Colombian girl, this brown girl. Uh, she got the promotion over me, and you know why? It's because she's brown, because they couldn't give it to me because I was white. And it's kind of that, it plays into that whole, like, when you see, if you, if anybody knows anybody who's on a little bit more of the, um, let's just say, kind of, I don't know, man, it, politically, sometimes <laughs> people, I don't know, man, when you see people who are like, anti-woke, and they're like, you know, just society just got, is just getting ruined by the wokeness. It kind of goes into that thing where they're all complaining about multiculturalism in society and how, like, 
they even do they do the joke of like, can you believe it? Like everybody could say, oh, white people are the worst. But if we said that about them, then we would be called racist. And it's like, yeah, but you're a group of clearly racist white women sitting around <laughs> in a circle. So it's a bunch of women who are like, uh, you know, wives, daughters and shit of like, you know, KKK dudes and shit. And this is like their little club to just vent their frustrations out at each other. And after the little club meeting, one of them's like, let's go to my house and we'll have some wine. So they stop at a corner store. And while they're in there, these two brown girls come in. They're like, I think they're like Pan-Asian or something. And they get into a tizzy because obviously the white ladies are being mean to these not white girls. These, these other women and they're mean to them and then they like the other the the not white women like curse them out and like insult them really badly and then they leave and they're like oh fuck them we got to teach them a lesson i know where they live let's go you know let's go like let's go steal their passport they'll never know it was us so the group of white women goes to these like filipino girls house or thai i don't know what they are there's some kind of pan-asian and they go to their house and they break in to like to like steal their passport or something. And while they're in the house, the girls come home and then like disaster ensues. Basically it's like mm. they mean for it to be a prank, but when they get there, it's like, Oh shit, it's too late. And they fuck up and fuck it. I'm just going to spoil it. Cause this isn't very, it's not, a, it's not, it's not a very good movie. It really isn't while they're there. They don't know what to do. So they just, they tie them up. And then they force feed them. Like, they're like, all right, well, we have to scare the shit out of them because if we scare them enough, then maybe they won't tell anybody it was us, which is a terrible idea. <laughs> and while they're scaring them, they're like, they're like, you know, pouring mayonnaise on their head and fucking force feeding them and shit, booze. And, and they force feed one of them M&Ms, peanut M&Ms, and they don't realize she's allergic to peanuts and she oh, dies. Sure. So they, mean, they meant it as like a weird racist fucked up prank and they kill one of them. And then it's just them trying to think, what the fuck are we going to do? So the movie is mostly like a, a, it's kind of like a panic kind of, everything just falls apart and it gets worse and worse. And oh shit, what the fuck do we do now? What the fuck do we do now? And um, it's pretty dumb. You know, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty dumb. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why John recommended it. I don't know what's so good about it. I don't know. I don't know what the hubbub is about it. I didn't find it very insightful. I don't know who it was made for because it was definitely not made for anti-woke people. It definitely wasn't made for people who like like woke people or whatever. Like I don't know. I don't know who it's made for because it's not it's not playing to either side. It's kind of just you're kind of just watching it happen. Mm. And it was kind of dumb. Um, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm, maybe I, I'm not, uh, educated or intelligent enough. It, yeah. Maybe I just don't get it, but I just thought it was just pretty dumb. Like <laughs> you could uh, see into the writer's head. You yeah. go insane, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I liked the husband, like at one point, like the husband's there and he's like, this is a terrible idea when the women are like, we should go break into their house. And the husband's like, yeah, that's a terrible idea. We're not doing <laughs> yeah. That. Hey, let's not do and that. And the wife is like, oh man, you guys, she's like, do you want me to see a pussy every time I look at you from now on? Oh boy. <laughs> and she, she like emasculates him. Like she, you know, oh, she yeah. calls him other, other words. She's like, I need you to be the strong man that you are. Or do you want me every time to look at you to just see a F word pussy? And he's wow. like, wow. And he, but he realizes like, I mean, first off, he's 
obviously got to be racist too, but he knows better to know like, Hey, it's not worth it. Like to break and enter into some, like we, we could get in a lot of trouble because they're like, no, it's just a prank. And he's like, no guys, this is a class three felony. If we get caught doing this. Yeah. And they're like, come on, please, please. So he like drives them there and he's like, fine, you guys go in. I'll watch you. You got five minutes. And obviously they're all, idiots so they're all like doing shit wrong they're not wearing gloves they're taking more than five minutes if they would have just listened to him they would have been fine and uh you know when when they get there when the other girls come home he has to like grab one of them and he he realized he's like fuck man he eventually just leaves them there he's like i'm fucking leaving he's like i'm because it's too late they're all fucked they're all gonna be fucked you're not getting away with this uh but he was the only like sane one, even though he helped them do it. I would have just been like, no, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not yeah, I'm doing not, that. I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the whole committing a crime thing. I'm not going to do that. Cause yeah, definitely I, like, not. Got, I got like shit. I can lose. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was dumb. I give it up as a pure five. white man. I give it can't. A, <laughs> I'll give it a five and a half. Um, and then the last thing I saw was I watched all of black mirror season six. I thought it was fine. So this time it's a lot easier to watch. There was only one episode that gave me some anxiety and it wasn't that bad. It's the one with um, Jesse from Breaking Bad and Josh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one's an interesting one. I I haven't watched any of it, but I know the story. Um, And it's a little weird. Yeah, that one was that one was stressful. The only one that is like kind of in the same vein as old Black Mirror. Yes. So. Yeah, it, it's basically there's there's two astronauts in space, and then here on Earth they built them replica bodies. So just imagine an android body that's exactly like your body on Earth, hmm. but they have to be in space for f- four or five years because they're maintaining a space station or something. And then when they're not working, they can they have a little key that they bleep bleep into a computer, and it tra- transfers their consciousness into their robot body. <clears throat> So they can like live on Earth through their robot body, <clears throat> and then still be up there. And then while their Earth, while their robot bodies are down here, one of their robot bodies gets murdered. Like <laughs> basically, a Charles Manson analog co- murders him and his family because you guys aren't right with nature. This robot body isn't real. So they murder that guy's family and destroy his robot body. So now he's stuck in the space station and. Jesse from Breaking Bad, he still has his robot body. He lives like in the woods with his wife and shit. And then what ends up happening is, is that the Jesse guy is like, hey man, since you're up here and you're stuck up here alone, do you want to use my body to like go walk around and shit? And the guy's like, that would be really nice. And then obviously like he starts using his friend, oh, using his friend's to, like, body. Hunt them down, yeah. No, no, no. He, oh, no? He, he just like uses it to hang out at his house and like, he hangs out with his wife and then he falls in love with his wife. And that's where oh. the anxiety comes. Cause he's like, Hey man, like, cause you know, they just murdered two, both of his kids and his wife in front of him. And then and his poor wife his has no idea that she's like talking to and no, 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 she knows. Oh shit. Cause the Jesse guy talks to his wife. The, cause she, cause everybody knows like it's news. They know that they, they killed this guy's family mm. and shit. So he's like, we should let him use my body so he can at least go for a walk in the woods and stuff. And he likes painting. Like maybe we'll get him a canvas and some paint and he can, he can just, you know, get out for a little bit. And obviously he just starts weirding out and he starts kind of 
getting an eye for the guy's wife and uh i won't spoil it that doesn't really spoil much like still it, it's a pretty interesting it just bothered me because i i could see where it was going and it, mm. it kind of did go where i thought it was going to go but it was a little different uh but the rest of the episodes weren't as traumatizing definitely which i i think is good because it was watchable because originally black mirror got so heavy that i just had to stop watching it yeah same and I did realize, though, I've only I've only not seen one episode now. There's only one left I've never seen, which is I don't know what it's called. Uh, Smithereens, I think. I don't know. I I didn't trigger that um, one yet. <clears throat> so I yeah, I don't even know what that one is. I guess that one is I don't know. But so I've seen them all now, and the new season is it's watchable. It's not. I don't think it was as good. <clears throat> It was fine. It seems like it stepped away from the like core of Black Mirror, which is like technology, like the the dangers of technology and the dangers yeah. of like yeah. Well, yeah, like one episode is just about these two college kids like filming a documentary, which was a it was a it was an okay crime story thing. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, it that was one's fine. Like the true crime one, right? It's like about yeah, how our obsession it, with true crime is gonna be oh, bad. Yeah, um, not even really. It was a story about just it, he, they were un- uncovering a mystery that he didn't re- they didn't realize, and it was fine, but it wasn't very Black Mirror-y. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was like okay, and then there was another one called like Demon Seventy Nine, which was nothing to do with technology. It was just about a chick seeing a demon and killing people. Um, it was fine. I didn't really like that one. Isn't there a werewolf one? I haven't there watched is, any of them, so. <laughs> uh, there is, but that one, that was a good one. I like that one. Oh, really? That one was cool. It wasn't great, but that one was cool because you don't realize it's a werewolf one. That's like a spoiler. I won't even oh, say which one bad. it is. No, no, I won't even say which episode that is, but that one was I cool. I guarantee you it's the true crime one, duh. No, no, oh, definitely no? not. No, no. Um, that one yeah, was yeah. neat because as soon as you get to a part <laughs> and you see something, you're like, oh, shit. Okay, and you you get it, and that one was cool. They did a it's a, they did a very um they definitely did were like homaging Werewolf in London oh, definitely nice. w- with the transformation. The transformation was like super eighties old school. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. And then the, you're gonna there do was, it. You got to do that. You know, like that's the only way. Um, but I will say there was only one episode I think that was very Black Mirror, and that was the first one. Yeah, which was called Joan is Awful. And it was super telling because that it's the only one that's like super real, man. Like I'll just the premise is basically like, let's say you have Netflix and you don't realize when you sign up for Netflix, like you don't realize the shit you agree to. Mm-hmm. And this woman, you know, she has like a job and she had to fire somebody and her, she's kind of shitty in her life. And she like kind of cheats on her boyfriend or fiance, whatever. And she gets home and then they see on the TV, Joan is awful. And she's like, my name's Joan. And that looks like me. What the fuck? And they start watching it. <sighs> oh, and it's, it's, it's the day that just happened. And she's freaking out like, what the fuck? This is my life. How is this on Netflix? And what it is, is that when you agree to sign up for Netflix or what the, in this show, it's called Streamberry, you agree <laughs> to like allow them to have your shit. Like you're really, you'd be surprised at the kind of shit that you let apps Oh yeah, Facebook of. has all our shit. Yeah, like Instagram, all that. Yeah, people don't realize like Instagram, they own your fucking pictures. Yeah. 
So if you have Every a picture, picture of your you fucking yeah. you, a picture of your child, they could sell that photo and put it on like a magazine cover, make a million dollars on it, and not give you a mm-hmm. thing. Like they own yeah. your photographs. But um, so the Streamberry thing basically says that we can use your likeness and you and anything to make whatever. And like using your phone's microphone and camera, they can kind of see what's going on about your day. And then they just have an AI algorithm generating the TV show every day. So every day that this chick lives, it's just becoming a TV show and it's ruining her life. (laughs) And even though the episode was fine, I just thought that the implications are crazy because that's all very realistic and very Mm -hmm. true. Like AI generation generated shit is already crazy. I'm telling you, man, it's going to be nuts. And like, 10 years, 20 years, we're going to have shit where you're going to, I'm going to be like, uh, give me a game that plays like Dark Souls 3, but with Street Fighter characters and the year 1979. And it's going to just auto-generate some bullshit for you. You're going to be able to say, I want to see, I want to see Fantasia, but instead of Mickey Mouse, I want to see the giraffe from Toys R Us. And then it'll just generate (laughs) it for you. Like, because we already have shit like that. There's AI things where they're doing with music where like dudes are saying like, yo, I want to hear Kanye's do, do, Twisted Dark Tragedy album, except I want <laughs> I want Jay-Z rapping it. And My then Dark you can Twisted get fantasy. That. Yeah, man. So AI is already rampant and crazy and it's going to get crazier. And I thought that episode was just kind of interesting because it kind of made sense. It was a little extreme, but I could totally see that happening in the future. Either way, I thought, Season six of Black Mirror was fine. I still haven't even watched all of any of the season. Eh, I may have watched season one. No, I never watched the first episode because I thought the premise was so stupid. Which one? The one with the pig. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that one was good. Um, yeah. James, if you're ever going to start, just watch Skip the entire history one, right? of you. Yeah, the second episode is the entire history of you, and that episode is insane. Yeah, it's one of the most traumatizing pieces of television I've ever seen. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking it's fucking crazy. Like yeah. it will traumatize you. Like Well, it depends though. It depends if you're the type of person who it depends how you are emotionally. True. I think. Because I think you and I have been through yeah. shit like that. Yeah, and it depends on how much you identify like when you watch TV, how much you like identify with characters and you know like yeah how much you you empathize with what yeah empathize that's the word i'm thinking of Mm. yeah it's but we've all been well no james you've been in a very long-term committed relationship i don't know if you've ever been cheated on but it deals heavily with that and trust and man it hurts it hurts that and it's got toby just thinking about it hurts tobin toby bell toby something the guy that was Mm. um uh, Doctor Doom in the Josh Trank Fantastic Four. Um, he's oh, a really okay. good actor, um, and he's in it. And dude, he's fucking incredible. It's it's like masterwork filmmaking on a television show. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, and it yeah. makes you feel things. And if you've ever been sad and been cheated on or whatever, man, it <laughs> it got me good. That shit fucking hurts. <laughs> yeah, it hurts pretty bad. Even thinking about it. That's it for my week. Sorry. Well, right. what would you give the season? Do you think? Um, man, you like it was a, five. I, would, I would say like a seven. It wasn't bad, but I did find it's not. I think there's only like five or six episodes, and I thought half of them were kind of boring. Okay. Yeah. So like a little better. I than heard me. last season mm-hmm. really sucked. Um, I don't I know. Watched... Last season had striking vipers. It had 
Miley the Cyrus. USS, the USS Callister one was really good last season. The one with the Star Trek shit. Yeah, that one was really good. That one was like, holy yeah. shit. That's another one that fucks you up. But I just heard last season comparatively wasn't great. But I, I need to watch Black Museum. I heard that one's really good. You never saw that one? No. That's like the... That's like the... I think that... I thought that was the final episode of this show because that yeah, one like is just... Yeah, everything, right? Yeah, like you, this girl finds a museum in the middle of the desert and then it just has all of the artifacts from every episode. And does it's it have fucking, its own story? Like, it, does but it, it has its own story okay, as well. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. it's it's pretty good. That one was really good. Uh, yeah, and I like the Miley Cyrus one, and I like Striking Vipers is all right. Uh, Striking Striking Vipers is kind of weird. It's very homoerotic. Yeah, it would uh, be me. It's like me and Jesse finding a game in VR and then fucking each fuck other. Each other. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Um, and like, not that I like have a problem with that, but like. I ain't trying to do that. You know what I mean? You always get to be Chun-Li. I want to be Chun-Li for once. <laughs> yeah, I want to be Chun-Li. Sit on my face. I mean, I want to sit on your face. <laughs> Ugh. But yeah, I thought it was fine. Um, it was fine. It just, I just found that a couple episodes didn't really have technology stuff. Like Demon yeah. 79 was just about a girl who starts seeing a demon. Spoilers, no spoilers. And the demon's like, I'm here to tell you that if you don't kill three people by midnight, the apocalypse is going to happen. This fire and brimstone is going to rain from heaven and everyone's going to die. And she's like, fuck. And so she either has to or has to not kill people under the guidance of this demon. And then whether she does or doesn't, maybe fire rains from the sky or doesn't, you know? And I watched the whole thing and I'm like, this has nothing to do with technology at all. And like neither did the one with the 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 college kids making the making the film. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess v, they find a VHS tape at some point. So I'm like, is that the technology part? They found a VHS tape? No, I think I think like the creator was like, I'm trying to do other stuff. I want to do. I want to break out from that. Okay, so then it's becoming more of a kind of g- like general thriller mm-hmm. anthology now, and it's not so because the early seasons are highly focused on technology. And now, not so much. Dude, mm. the other one that fucked me up was the playtest, the Kojima one. Dude, that Oh, that one, one's great. That one gave me anxiety like I've never felt. Like, it yeah. was... Yeah, I mean, if anything, James, watch that one, because it's about yeah. fucking video games, and it's really cool. That one's fucking... Yeah, it's got a really creepy yeah. moment in it. It's, it's uh... Good. I don't know. I might pick at it, but there's a lot of other good shit out there, so... <sighs> Man, it's... It's it's kind of special in its own way. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good, and Kurt Russell's son's pretty good in it. Um, and then lastly, I'll just say this one piece of news: Street Fighter, not news, but kind of info on Street Fighter. So, battle passes are up for Street Fighter. Battle passes are whack, but they have done something. I'm not sure if other games do. So, all the tiers you unlock while you play, as you play the game, you get points, and that unlocks tiers that give you shit you know battle pass stuff mm-hmm. you know costume shit music uh, 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 uh titles whatever the last 10 rungs are your money back so if you max out the battle pass they give you your money that you paid for it back and you can buy the next one so as long as you finish your battle pass every time you're only buying one battle pass you get you make your money back 
And I thought that was a pretty cool thing for them to do because they didn't have to do that. So do battle passes usually do that? No. Yeah, it's pretty nice. So yeah, if you can max out your battle pass, they'll give you your money back, which is pretty awesome. I and mean, the other Apex thing that I also noticed does give you the currency back through the pass and you can usually um, get more than enough back by like level 70 out of a hundred or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely play. I got to play more to see like how much am I going to need to play to max out my, my, my battle pass. I don't really care about getting the money back. I just want to, I want to unlock all the stuff, but it's pretty neat that they do that. And another thing I noticed is, they have you can buy character rentals so when dlc characters come out and you don't like don't know if you want to buy them or not you can use the currency to like unlock dlc characters for a day at a time to try them out so that's pretty cool you'll be able to like kind of rent the uh the dlc characters but i mean come on just buy them it's street well most other games that have that kind of system will have free rotational um characters but i mean they're free to play so it's a little different but generally the way it works is like if they charge for characters and you may not own them they'll have a free one you know like three free that are on rotation every week or whatever it is yeah but yeah i hate battle passes i'm i'm not excited for seeing what diablo is gonna do i can't imagine it's gonna be good (laughs) no i can't either seeing how much costumes cost it's ridiculous it's insane for a full price game like yeah for a full price game if you want a costume to be twenty dollars twenty five dollars for especially a game where you're not even you don't even really see your character that well no you can see them in your little your little uh menu but when you're the camera angle is so bad in that game too (laughs) yeah you're like pulled back so far why am i gonna spend like five dollars on just a helmet oh i wish it was pulled back further (laughs) oh really like yeah yeah it needs and it's not again all the a lot of the bad stuff is because it has console in mind um that's because people sit too far away from their TVs like if you're using your or sit if you're viewing your TV at the right distance you're too far away to see any smaller than the character is but like make it so that people on PC can fucking stretch their game out cuz like i can't see shit half the time yeah. i don't know but that's just me anyways you're done with your week Fuck you. You don't talk anymore. Uh, I did finally beat Diablo 4 a little bit after the last recording. Nothing fancy. Um, What did you think of that ending cinematic? Did you see the part I was talking about with the monk and the ocean? And, like, did it look as bad to you as it did to me? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I just... It, I mean... All the other cinematics were great. It was kind of weird oh, that yeah. they threw that in there, but it might have been like an additional like DLC thing. Like they planned to like work off of that at some point or something. Yeah, and I don't know. Spoilers for Diablo Four, but did you also get confused when like uh, Nayrell at the very end is like, "I choose to put Mephisto in the Soul Stone," and he's like, "Hey, bro, if you do this, you're gonna be trapped here because I'm not gonna help you, and you're gonna be it's the bad, it's the wrong move." And then she does it, and he immediately opens a portal for her. Like, he literally shows up one second later and is like, oh, anyways, let me open the portal so you can escape after I told you you'll never be able to escape. And then your character's like, wait, she went with Mephisto? What? It's like, yeah, you fucking idiot. He opened the portal. For, like, of course they're working together. He fucking helped her leave hell. Like, what? 
Yeah. I, I was so confused by how like my character was like, what? Yeah. I hmm. mean, I feel like the main character you uh, is like really stupid in this story. Really line, dumb. So I don't <laughs> really dumb. Just, and like, if they just want you to be like a bruiser, then have somebody that we're, I mean, they do kind of have you following around people the whole time because it, it yeah. just seems like you're a bruiser. So I guess I don't put much stock into my character's opinions on anything. Cause he is just yeah. a dummy. <laughs> Like in the other games, you never really talked. Like you weren't like a character. Well, I guess in three you kind of were, but in two and one you were just like nameless warrior who comes here to do this thing, you know? Yeah. In this, they're like, you're a guy, you're a whole character, and then your guy does the dumbest shit the whole time. Listen, like just does whatever people say. Has really no reason to want to do any of it other than Mm -hmm. like once you start knowing it's going to be the end of the world, right? But like before then, why are you like, I want to kill Lilith? There's no reason. I just didn't get it. But yeah, I I didn't I didn't really put much stock into the story on this. I I mean, fair. This type of game isn't really one that I play for like in depth story at all. So, um, sick. But I did go ahead and go back and started Final Fantasy VII Remake over again. Um, I wanted to give it another mm. shot just because I. I don't know. I really loved Final Fantasy VII and have good fond memories of it as a kid and just really wanted to dive into it again. And it does. It looks great um, for the most part. I mean, there is a lot of like very basic, you know, map layout type shit. I think the side missions are all like real stupid and boring and ass. Um, yeah, they're real bad. They're yeah. kind of boring, yeah. Um. I think I like the combat a lot better now. I don't know. I still I still don't. I'm not in love with it. I'm not in love with the fact that it's like it feels like an easy mode type of thing. Having like the paused or delayed or, you know, the slowed time combat mm-hmm. commands and stuff. Um, I'm not the type that likes to have to switch between you know, teammates and you don't have to for the most part, but there are situations where you'll get like, you know, captured or whatever. And you have to switch to somebody else to like go punch them or whatever to get your, you know, cloud loose or whatever. Um, yeah. Which, you know, again, I, I'm not a big fan of that shit, but you know, if that's what they want to do, you know, it's their game. Uh, but overall I'm liking it so far. I'm enjoying the story elements of it. Um, I, I'm, I'm not overly impressed with like the game itself as far as like, how can I say? Yeah. Just, just overall, it's not, it's not like mind blowingly, like walking out of the tombs and elders, Elden ring and like, just like being in this beautiful world, you know, it's, it's very basic, um, very repetitive, like looking at this box room and that box room and hit these boxes and then, you know, yeah, but it's fine. It's, you know, it's, I think they're, they, uh, kind of gave us this early so that they could put more time into the second one. It seems like that's going to be a little different and more open world and more depth and a little more better map layout or just world building. It makes me think like Breath of the Wildish, where 
I think Breath of the Wild was them building the system to make Tears of the Kingdom. So mm-hmm. I think like what they did with Seven Remake was let's build the core system, and then you know just give them Midgar, and then this next game hopefully is where we're gonna get the big open world, uh, airship chocobos through the wastelands, wildlands, and we'll have like you know it, it it looks like it already like we're gonna have big vast open swaths of land to explore, yeah. but yeah, Seven Remake is it's. It's not a demo, but it's it's just Midgar. It and it's not. There's not a yeah, lot. Yeah, but at the same time, if it's just Midgar, you can do a lot better with like the yeah. layout and the look of everything around you. Yeah, I mean it's very no, very basic. <laughs> yeah, like I wanted to be able to, like with an RPG, I want to always be able to just turn it on, ignore the main story, and just kind of play. Like I want to explore the world and go on monster hunts and look, just grind monsters. And you can't really do that in this game. You can't really just hang out and explore and grind monsters out. The game kind of stops you from doing that. And yeah, it was all right. I wouldn't mind it though. If like, I felt like I could just stick to the main story and be fine with it. But I feel like it sometimes prompts you to do the side quest stuff and wants you to do it. And it's just not. It's just not that good compared to like the main yeah. quest stuff. It's just not good. The side quests were very bad in that game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I yeah, think find that all the just cats. Pulls me out of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the cats. Oh, God. And then God, find all, find all, find the chocobos. It's like God, it's like, do I have to keep finding shit. Go to the warehouse and kill these creatures, and then the next side mission's like, oh, this creature's in the warehouse. It's like I was just there, <laughs> man. Like there was, I yeah. killed everything. What do you mean? I don't know. It's it's fine. I'm enjoying the main story stuff and enjoying that part of the playthrough a lot. So it's pulled me in. Mm-hmm. I've, I think I've put about eight hours in already. So of the replay, okay. I did like an hour and a half last time, the first time I played it. So um, I should go back and play it again and see if they fixed that fucking door. They did. Okay, good. That's that was one thing- of the craziest. That is one thing I wanted to mention. I feel like they fixed the wall thing I was having, the camera, weird camera shit that was happening when I was doing the combat Mm. before, because it's definitely not doing it anymore where you get like stuck in the walls or surrounding areas because of the camera like being, I don't know if it was like that it was too far back or what, but when you'd lock onto enemies, like all of a sudden you're like staring at the walls half the time and it's like, well, I can't see anything. So how am I supposed to fight? And I have I not had a if, single issue with it now. I wonder if that was um, because of auto-centering the camera type thing. You know, like if it was thinking that's what you wanted it to do. Does that make sense? Like, you know where sometimes they'll have like a... You can press the middle mouse button Well, it was only when you were like locked on an enemy and in combat. Mm. And hmm. it doesn't do it anymore. It's almost like... When you were doing that, they didn't have the walls like the camera was ignoring the wall borders and was going through them. So you were Mm. just like going through anything that was in the map. Whereas now, like your camera will push in or out or whatever to like as if the wall exists now. So like you would get stuck behind a fence or something weird in combat and you couldn't see shit. Like Rand, it just felt really weird, and that might have just been like a port issue for you know. Yeah, for all I know. So, 
And I mean, you know, it's good. At least they fix they're fixing, you know, that they have fixed stuff and they've worked on it, you know, because sometimes, you know, Blue Point will put out a game like Demon Souls remake and never fix anything. <laughs> yeah. You're so mad about that. <laughs> dude, it's. <laughs> It's the stupidest it is. thing ever, dude. It really is the stupidest <laughs> possible thing you could have ever put into a game. It's so dumb. There's no reason why you can't just fix that. It's not even like a gameplay thing. It's just, it's, yeah. God, it's so stupid. It's funny. <laughs> it is know. funny. I know that it's. it seems like burns your ass I'm so hyper-focused on it, but man, it burns my fucking asshole. It really it. does. <laughs> uh, Cracks me up. Uh, fuck yeah. That's all I've been playing, and then uh, Demon Slayer wrapped up its final episode. Um, it was like a sixty-minute episode, something like that, fifty-five, something, something around there. Um, and it wrapped up the uh, Sword Smith Village arc, and uh, some crazy shit happened. Um, you know, typical main character leveling up a little bit in a few areas. Um, I don't want to spoil a bunch of shit. Um, other characters leveling up and discovering things that are progressing the plot quickly. Um, they set up that it is definitely going to be moving very fast from here out, which I'm excited about because you we don't want that subtly. Thing. You subtly spoiled something in the chat, which I'm not really worried about. No, but I probably I was subtly. The yeah, well, yeah. No, no, no. Well, I knew the sword was going to be right. I knew the sword was going to be awesome, but no, you said something about uh, the Hashira, Hashira, whatever arc, or you know, the test. And I'm with you though. I'm like, of course, uh, there's a Tanjiro should be. Yeah, you said something about him maybe becoming one. I was like, yeah, of course. Oh, I felt like he should be. Yeah, yeah. He's killed a million fucking, uh, you know, or he's fighting these guys by himself and fucking right. doing well. And so. he did great in the entertainment, you know, like, I feel yeah. like he's earned at least like an, I don't, I feel like we haven't seen much of the like leveling he's done in his rankings in there, but mm-hmm. definitely after this season, I feel like he's got to be. And then the reason I said that too, is like the next season or arc is called the Hashira training arc. So I'm like, uh, it's gotta be. yeah, they announced yeah, that it's gotta before be him. the finale. So it's gotta be him. He's, he's literally done more than the entire demon core. Like <laughs> by himself. Right. Well, and dude, especially you'll start to see it when you keep going. Like I don't, he, the, he's literally the one that's fighting the longest in all of these fights. Yeah. And he's still like hanging in there the whole time, and everybody else shows up. Like, I mean, Nezuko is usually around too, but like, I don't understand how they're not seeing the endurance of this man. Yeah, like, dude, I just got to the part. <laughs> I just got to the part where Wrath came. You know, like he shows up, and because they were, he was trying to cut off uh, the little fear guy's head, mm-hmm. and. Wrath is so strong that no one can move and he fucking fights back. You know what I mean? Like he's able to break free and, and fight him. And I'm like, Jesus, of course he's right. got, he's the king of the world. Yeah. Yeah. He's the king of the world. So you he's also seen, the best. you just saw the mist guy break out of the water. He, yeah. He just broke out. Oh shit. Yeah. So you saw his mark then. Yeah. And well, no, <laughs> I haven't yeah, seen that yet. He should have got his mark to break out. I think. He did one of the modes, uh, one or you know his um, five. Or, yeah, but I think know, he breathe, powered like leveled up. <laughs> oh, maybe he hasn't. Why. He just dropped to the ground, and that was oh, it. Okay, yeah, he. Yeah, yeah, 
he gets his, his demon slayer marked like lights up or whatever. Mm. Cause I think they all have them. They're all descendants in a way of that one guy from 300 years ago. The first one that scares the main. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. the one that looks exactly like Tanjiro. <laughs> like he's like right, exactly yeah. him. And you're like, yeah, of right, course that's his right. like great grandpa or whatever. Not even related to him. Oh, really? Not at all. Yep. <laughs> I've done really re- like I had to like find out stuff about it because especially after yeah. that first episode where they showed the demon, the upper one who looks like him too. I was like, "What the frick is going on?" And yeah, yeah. Because like, I was confused by that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Wait, so did they corrupt?" Because like that would have been pretty cool, right? If yeah. he was he was actually the corrupted version of that guy, and that guy, you know, is now one of the top. The Upper red whatever. eyes and the red hair are ancestral traits mm-hmm. of like, like natural ability and ancestral uh, passing okay. of, of stuff. So the reason okay. he knows like the breathing techniques is because his dad, like, I don't know, like let that guy stay at there or one of his great, 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 great grandpas or something 300 years ago, like let him stay at his place. Mm-hmm. And was like taking care of him for a minute while he was like healing from a fight or something. And he passed or showed him that dance, right? Well, the dance is actually all the sun breathing like techniques in one solid dance. Tanjiro figures that out, you know, and now Mm -hmm. he's starting to use it or whatever. Um, But that that's the only reason he like knows that and like can do that stuff so well right off the bat is because one, everybody in his family's taught the dance like from generation to generation down. So he learned it when he was a kid and had been learning it and already had like learned the dance from watching his dad do it every year. I just want to dance daddy. <laughs> right. That's what he said. <laughs> and then sun breathing is like the starting point for all the techniques. Like everything branches uh, off of sun breathing. That's why it's also so strong. Everything was created yeah, from sun breathing. It was also super dope when Nezuko put her blood on the blade and then he just started having fire. I know, and it's like there forever now, I think. Yeah, I was like, like, we on Dark Souls shit now. I I love that shit. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it's... uh, it's, It was really great. The animation's terrific. I do... I will say this season... um, It's definitely not the... That's the thing. So... I'm not, I've been binge, binged every season, except for this one. This is the first one I've watched mm-hmm. week to week. So I've had the like pleasure of being able to continue my watching after, you know, I get done with an episode, which makes these fights feel even better. Um, so this one feels not as good as past stuff and entertainment arc okay. fight is just insane. But I think once I binge it, it'll be, it'll feel good. Like stopping and waiting a week to see the fight continue. Definitely feels different. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's something I struggle with. Like I like it sometimes because it makes you really hype and you're like, fuck yeah. But then sometimes you're like, God damn it. I just want to see the end of this, you know, like I just need to know the next move. I think a binge with this is going to be way better and put it up a lot higher. Um, But I just think about, when I watched Attack on Titan, I watched it, uh, I think, week to week in the beginning. And 
when Aaron Yeager gets eaten in that first like oh third of the third. I was that like, what so the bad. fuck? I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So <laughs> it was too much for my little I mean, brain. I was bummed when it happened. I was like, are you shitting me? I thought this was like the main character. Yeah. <laughs> I was this like, was what? our guy. <laughs> yeah. He supposed yeah. to be my guy. Because you're, yeah. I mean, it wasn't even like episode, it was like four episodes in or something, wasn't it? It's like it enough to where you like, you learn like right about away them and then yeah you kind of can fall in love with them and then all of a sudden that like happens i'm like wait what just Adam what the hell? yeah <laughs> it's uh hmm. that's good i i need to check on that um part three part one oh god yeah part one part three out. times times 11 or whatever it is <laughs> yeah i need to see if the dub's done so i can watch it but yeah, that's uh, that's basically it. I'm watching, you know, the only other shit I watch is like cabin remodel shit or something like that. So. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> or cooking shows, so nobody cares. About I yeah, that. I watch a lot of. I watch a ton of cooking shit, bro. We're watching a Top lot. Chef again. Um, the newest season's out, and I love that show because it's like real professional chefs, you know, like mm-hmm. um, who are all like established in some way. They all have their own restaurants. It's not like they're um doing this to be able to live their dream of you know opening a restaurant which i like too but i like top chef because like they're they're just good chefs you know what i mean they're yeah. they're they're just here to prove that they're good at being a chef um and padma is so hot mm. word she might be the most beautiful woman that's ever existed <laughs> oh, on the dang. history of the planet <laughs> keep it in your pants don't don't, mm, don't even mm. no, okay saying, you mm. son of a bitch. I don't i don't know who that is Padma? Oh. Padme? Pa- pa- you? Oh my God. <laughs> Pad? Padme? <laughs> no, um, no, I don't know who that is. I don't. I'm, I watch cooking stuff, but I watch like cooking shit on YouTube. I watch people like yeah. act, like cook shit, like because I I try to watch those cooking shows, but they're just they're too they're too TV. There's too much fluff and too much t- like TV fluff in oh, there. Oh yeah, you watch like Chef's Table and shit like that, where like it's like just people eating good food and shit. Well, together, right? no, I, well yeah, I like I think Chef's Table's great, but I'm talking more like I watch like people on YouTube. Oh, just cook shit. Yeah, like yeah, So yeah. like like a big popular one is like J- uh, Joshua Wasserman. He's super huge, or like even things like Babish. I I can't, I can't really watch Babish Babish anymore. He's just so annoying. But I like just watching people just like cook. So they're like, oh, today we're gonna make tantan men ramen or mm-hmm. something like that. And then it's just like I'm just watching somebody boil bones for thirty minutes. Like, you don't want to hear much. about the you don't want to hear about the saucepan. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear about the saucepan. I fucking hate him for that. Um, yeah. I'm gonna write that out one day, and I'm gonna write it. I'm gonna write it in somewhere, and just be like, "You think we didn't notice that, you freaking son of a bitch, <laughs> you um, piece of shit, motherfucker, <laughs> you stupid fucking pretentious piece of fucking trash? I hate you. <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate that. That's so disingenuous. It's yeah. so stupid. To to explain what it is is, <clears throat> I used to I watched so Babish binging with Babish is a pretty very 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 popular YouTube channel, and I do recommend it. Uh, what he would do is he would recreate iconic or just recreate foods from movies and video games and fucking anything cartoons whatever he would just recreate these fucking meals and stuff and it's pretty cool it does a really great job and in the beginning years ago he would be like oh guys you're gonna need a you know you're gonna need a 
two-quart saucepan or whatever to make this thing. And he would say, okay, cool. Now, so, you know, put this stuff in your saucepan, whatever. And then once he hit, like, a couple million, I noticed he'd be like, so you're going to need a two-quart saucepan. Saucepan. And saucepan. And it's like, damn, dog. Why? Why? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> like, wait a minute. Why, though? Yeah. Why do you like? I've never. I didn't know that was a, per, a pretentious way of pronouncing that. Like, what? Where did that come from? He probably said it by accident once, you know, and then it became a meme in his show. But maybe you know that. That's the only thing I could think because that would be forgivable enough. You're like, okay, that's funny, you know, whatever. But no, but it's now that's how he pronounces it. So like he <laughs> switched from saucepan to saucepan. Saucepan. Uh, I'm a fucking piece of shit. But uh, it's fine. But no, yeah, I like watching people just like cook stuff. I can't think of any of the channels that I like now because most of them aren't very like. They're not like big flashy channels. I just like watching people make food. So I watch a lot of people like if I get into something like oh I like making tacos or something, like I'll look up. I'll watch six videos of people making the same thing six different ways, and it's just kind of easy comfort thing to do is just watch food be prepared but joshua wasserman he's he's not bad he's a little he's pretty huge now so it's a little annoying it's kind of hard to watch because he's so big now but uh his channel's all right wait real quick james did you rate the season (laughs) uh no it's fine (laughs) it i mean it's it's still like a nine for me like i still love it Okay, that's good. Mm. That means they're still keeping up with the Joneses or keeping up with the you know the good yeah, episodes. I mean, it's terrific. Yeah, it's been good from day one. It's one of those animes that hasn't had any filler. I'll be honest uh, too. I enjoy like the first season's really long and like slower in a different way, but I really enjoy I the first. Really? Yeah, yeah. you cut out the, cut out the first season. What? Well, they can still hear me. So. Oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> I enjoy the first season. A lot because of the story building and stuff it has to it mm-hmm. um, that they don't really have in a lot of the... I mean, there's story building, but it's a lot of just fighting with breaks for story building now. But, mm-hmm. you know, the first season just had a lot more depth to it, I think, and I'd still love it for that. But, Hell yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Shall we talk Flash? Sure. Yes, we did it. It came out finally, and we saw it. We, we saw, sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> it was in the review you or in the section on our note that says reviews. It says you, mm-hmm. you are. <laughs> I just put that in every part pretty oh. much. <laughs> um, yeah, so Flash came out and um, we all saw it and we're going to talk about it. But why don't we rate it up front? I, I feel like I don't even want to start talking without giving it a score because I think the score is going to be surprising. You go first, okay. Jesse. Um, I'm going to say a seven. Okay. I'm going to say a seven and a half. Nice. Uh, Jimmy? I'm going to delay just a second by saying originally when I saw this and got out of the theaters, so I ended up seeing it twice. I um, I was not high on it. And I ended up seeing it a second time and enjoyed it a lot more, and it pushed it up to a 7.5 for me, but uh, it definitely was a lot lower. And the, the reasoning from what I think 
is because first off, I'm a huge Batman fan. Michael Keaton is like my Batman. I grew up loving and still to this day, absolutely love. And mm-hmm. this was very much so advertised like Batman heavy. Cause they knew Ezra wasn't the best face at the time. And Michael Keaton pulls nostalgia, you know? Um, yeah. So I think when I went in, I was just hyper, like excited and focused on like seeing the Batman stuff and wasn't seeing it for a flash movie. And so everything outside of like the Batman stuff, I was, I think a little more critical than I would Mm. be any other time. And I just was hyper focused and excited to see the one thing I was, have been waiting for, you know? And on the second viewing, I actually went and watched like the flash movie. I didn't, you know, I wasn't focused on just seeing Batman. I wasn't, you know, seeing all the shitty stuff, even though I knew it was in there. Um, I sat further back. So the CGI issues didn't look as bad. Um, shit like that. (laughs) Kind of went in prepared a little better for the second viewing. Yeah. And it was a lot more fun and enjoyable. Yeah. And, uh, I will say, if you want to see Michael Keaton Batman again, this, it, I, I they killed it in this. Yeah, I give like, that like it, ten out of ten or like nine five minimum. Like yeah, like his perfect Batman being back <laughs> for sure. Ten out of ten for me. Like yeah, it yeah. Was. And so spoilers going forward, just so that we can discuss freely. I mean, you know, most of you probably have seen it this weekend because it came out, and what else is out to fucking watch in the movies, you know? But I guess it was Father's Day, so if you. Love your dad, whatever, dude. Um, <laughs> Theater was packed, bro. People, yeah. people were there for Father's Day because it was slammed. Yeah, it's there. a good. I was gonna say it's a good movie to see with your dad if your dad's into superhero shit, you know, whatever. But um, if you didn't see it, we're gonna spoil it. But on the Batman stuff, I thought it was very cool that like Batman got an ending in this, even though it's an Elseworlds Batman, and this might not even be Burton Batman, whatever. You know, this is just the same actor as that or that that same bruce wayne look right um he got like a really good ending for a batman right like he got to see gotham city um that was healed you know like i really liked he and it showed like batman's gonna quit if he does truly Mm -hmm. believe that gotham doesn't need him and i thought that was really cool yeah i love that part of it and I really loved the introduction of him. Like, they didn't play it for comedy too, too much. You know, it was just like uh, Batman being Batman. He fucking, someone was in his house and he was like, hell no. <laughs> Ain't nobody coming up yeah, in here. I love that he yeah. was still like the scraggly old man, but like came out as Batman. Yeah. And then, you know, got up behind him quietly and started taking him out. It was great. Yeah. I I thought it was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I definitely also appreciated, so the whole, the way they advertised the I'm Batman thing was like, yeah, I'm Batman. And the way it played out in the movie was actually, they said, you're a hero. And he said, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm Batman. And I was like, okay, that's way better than how they put it in the trailer. Because I was like, cocky, don't make them all like cocky about it and shit. I was really worried it was just going to be like, remember the line, want to get nuts? Let's get yeah. nuts. Then remember this line? They did it really well. Like, I thought him saying, do you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts made sense because they're literally talking about breaking into a Russian black mm-hmm. site, you know? Right. Like, yeah. So it, I, I thought that was cool. Like, I thought they mm-hmm. did a good job. 
Agreed. Because I was really worried it was going to be like just member berries over and over again. Yeah. But I'll say up front, he was my favorite part of this. But Ezra Miller was actually really good, too. Surprisingly good. Yeah, he was good. I mean, he got a little annoying after a while, but well, young Flash fine. got a little bit annoying to me. Very yeah. annoying. Yeah, I. But he enjoyed was a- the older Ezra and then like him realizing that how he, annoying he really was and stuff. I thought his that portrayal of Barry was good, mm-hmm. but the young version did get really annoying. But like the humor still hit for the most part between them. Um, I just didn't like his personality. Just like super you know, annoying yeah. kid and it's just hard to even witness that shit. Um, well, I like that he was, <laughs> well, I like that he existed as like, this is what Barry would be had he not gone through such trauma, you know, like this person's yeah. never had to deal with any kind of, you know, bad shit. <laughs> he's like, yeah. you know, right, right. lived with happy parents and had a good life. Um, so he's just that kid and doesn't recognize it. Cause you wouldn't, if you were that kid, you know what I mean? Right. So. But he's fucking annoying. Fuck it. So, yeah, he was really annoying. The CGI was god-awful. It, it was. Really it was pretty bad. It was some of the worst I've ever seen, to be honest. Yeah, because there was I, so much of it. Right. And I, I, tried, I gave him a pass, like, f- on the Speed Force shit and when he was going fast. I was like, maybe that's an artistic direction, which later I guess they said that was true but mm-hmm. it's not like it just they probably didn't have yeah, the budget after dceu got canceled and that's just that's also uh, a shitty thing to say to like no it was a choice you motherfucker you know you saw this and we're like oh that's really bad yeah <laughs> yeah like, was, come on now there was once there was one spot which i look forward to when this comes out because there was one fucking spot man where it's just a shot of the two berries and one of them is like saying something and the other one's like, ah, and I think that they expected you to look at one of them. Cause I looked at one of the berries and it was the worst. <laughs> it was like the worst facial matching. Like they, like, yeah. like they took the face from one and put it on the oh, other yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. And it was like the weirdest morphing face, but it was only like a one and a half second shot, but it was the most bizarro looking shit for half a second. And I was like, they didn't expect you to look yeah. At the other one, they were expecting you to look at the one that was doing something because the the young Barry looked like a melting claymation for a moment. <laughs> All, the face no, was dude. so weird. All of the CG humans in like the fla- the Speed Force or whatever looked like melting <laughs> fucking claymation. It was yeah, so bad. It was really literally bad. like 1992. CG. Well, you you like, heard what they said though, right? They said like they said about the CGI. They're like, well, if you notice in any discrepancies in the CGI, it's because while he's traveling in the Speed Force, we want you to see what Barry's seeing, and everything is distorting visually, and light is bending, and that's why the CGI oh my looks. God. That's, I swear to God, they're like the reason why. <laughs> but the, he's not moving at the, at a certain point. He's just standing they, there. No, I'm just saying the official thing they said was is the reason why the CGI looks wonky and wavy is because we, they wanted the viewers to see what Barry sees, and when he's in Speed Force time, light would, is bending, and it's like being underwater. I would rather Andy Machete come out and be like, you don't get it, because if you saw what I saw, <laughs> you'd go crazy. That would be a more adequate answer than this shit, which is I mean, like... 
I still thought it was fine because it is a so I did like the what I did like about it is it is a very comic book ass movie. Oh so yeah. So it wasn't, you know, it's not like how like the Nolan films like are like trying to take themselves too serious and shit. It yeah. this is super duper comic booky. So yeah. like I yeah, did yeah. kind of like that. I thought I thought there was a little too much fucking humor. Really? Like a a little too much with Bruce Wayne which I, whether it was Batfleck or 89 Batman like god damn it man it's Bruce Wayne isn't always cracking jokes though it's just it just seemed a little too much but it's fine cuz well, it is a I flash like movie Batfleck, I feel like Batfleck is appropriately like gloomy cuz he's so, like Batfleck only joked around with the crew that he's literally saved the world with. So yeah, they have yeah, yeah. like okay, true. a built past there. And then Keaton's been a retired Batman who saved mm-hmm. Gotham City and it's like safe. And he's probably a little bit of the... I mean, the dude's painting pictures. Like, he's, yeah. the edge is not as, you know, in-depth. He's lost people... He's been through a lot of shit. He's saved Gotham, and yeah, I mean, he's a little happier now, maybe. He's no longer <laughs> the Lord of the Edge. <laughs> Lord of the Edge. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I could see that. I, I can see your point, Jesse. Um, there was a little bit of, you know, too much, but this is a Flash movie, too, and Barry Allen's kind of, you know, that Maybe kind the of, jokester, yeah. Yeah, he's a bit of the jokester, mm. but... um. Yeah, I really, I I don't know. I really enjoyed this movie. I I had a lot of fucking fun. I thought it was more fun. more than I expected. Yeah, I came yeah. in here with pretty low expectations. I'm not gonna lie. And yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. Beat them. <laughs> it was definitely more action and co- like uh, comic booky than I thought it would be, which is good. Like I'd like that it was very comic booky. It was. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's kind of sad though, because it's not part of the new DC shit. This is like the end of the Snyderverse, basically. I mean, thank God, but yeah, I will miss uh, Gal Gadot. I thought seeing Wonder yeah. Woman in this was kind of bittersweet because you know she's gonna be gone and she's great. She's um, gone forever. Well, I, we don't know actually. We don't know for uh, sure, if she's gonna stay. Maybe, but, most likely, yeah. Yeah, she's mo- kind of perfect. They're recasting I everybody. <laughs> I know. So we will see. You don't gotta um, recast I'm everyone. glad we didn't see Cavill or whatever. Henry Cavill. Oh. Yeah, so what did you guys think of the new the Supergirl? I thought she was absolutely terrific, and I like seeing a darker version of that character because I'm not big on the whole like Boy Scout-y superheroes. I've never been like a big Superman fan. Um, but this, you know, her having that edge to her and shit, I liked it. I thought she was great. Yeah, I liked her yeah, a lot. Yeah, she was great. I thought her performance was done really well too. Mm-hmm. Like she she emoted the anger and the you know the feelings very, very well. And she was very strong. But she's also been in a Russian black site prison, so like at a certain point she just was outclassed. Well, also Kara left as a teenager, so she had some experience with powers and stuff like that. That she's always actually a little stronger than Superman for that reason. Mm. Because hmm, she's know had that. more time uh, when they're young, like especially when he's young, like she's had way more experience and stuff with their abilities. Hmm. 
But yeah, okay. she was super cool. I was really excited to see, you know, her because of what we had seen in the, you know, the previews and whatever. Mm-hmm. I was excited to see what they would do with her and I was not disappointed. She was fucking great. Yeah, I agree. And she was a highlight of this as well. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the the only thing I didn't like in this movie was the CG. I it, it would have been like an 8 for me, but I had to take at least half a point or a point, a full point off for that CG. It was it was goddamn tragic. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I mean I liked it. I thought she was cool. I I get kind of annoyed at time travel stuff and like then once they start going back too many times, but that's the whole point of time travel stuff is to make paradox. Mm-hmm. But the they only a problem doing it once. Really? In yeah. the final battle, like the two of them did it, like they showed the fight scene like one extra time and then after that Barry stayed in there and then young Barry kept doing it over and over. Yeah, but Youngberry kept it. going like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, the thing with the food. So the, in the beginning of the movie, the food is a major problem, and he needs to eat all the time. And mm-hmm. then halfway through the movie, they just ignore that. Mm-hmm. He didn't have like, a by the end of the movie. No, I'm saying like in the beginning of the movie, like he would like he always needed to like eat. He needed to mm-hmm. eat. He needed to and eat. He had like, his powers the then. But most of the <clears> movie, he didn't have powers. No, but like towards the end of the movie, when they're both powered up, they're just. Oh, speed forcing and not eating yeah. but that's I guess they, true yeah because it was yeah, a that... huge deal in the beginning of the movie and even second the mm-hmm. when newberry got his powers he like was always eating and eating and eating right, and by right. the end of the movie they're like dad don't worry about it which i think they should have made such a big that. deal about it i did catch that at a certain point i was like wait 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 he's just <laughs> been running for like three hours and, and like you know up to now here to four we've seen him have to eat and you right, know right. he has a little watch yeah. on and other barry like had no issues but I did really, 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 and I wanted to say this before I forget, I really loved that they showed him doing the phasing and all that shit. Like, they showcase his powers really, really well. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, cool. we don't get a lot of that in Flash stuff, you know. I mean, I didn't watch the TV show, actually, so I shouldn't say that. Um, but from what I've seen in the other movies, he didn't do that cool shit. I even liked the bad CGI tornado because it was fun. You know, like, I thought oh, that, that was cool. Was cool. Yeah. yeah. It was cool to see that he had, like, powers that he figured out <laughs> yeah yeah and new ways to use his abilities you know offensively and i actually i liked them like their team up scenes it was you know graphically it didn't yeah. look great or whatever but i thought it was really fun watching them like you know bouncing off each other and doing shit and i loved you know that young barry sucked still like he you know was learning <laughs> yeah. but he didn't learn that fast you know like i like that he he still gets like stabbed and I was really happy that the ending didn't turn into, you know, blobby power battle, which it looked like it was about to. And then when you realize who the villain is, like what's going on, I really liked that. I thought like I thought it made sense and um it it felt earned, you know, in that way. Yeah. Because you can see young Barry becoming insane about that stuff. And I don't know, it just played out really well. We didn't get the like classic fucking Here's two colored powers, you know, like two, two oh, sets beam. of colored lasers. Yeah. 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 It was cool that it was spoilers, reverse flash, which was just bear, young Barry. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Or was it even? Flash. Wasn't even. It was yeah. Just, it, was, it wasn't it was even reverse Barry. flash. It was yeah. just young Barry. Yeah. It was like, just cor- young it was Barry. Corrupted. corrupted over time. And he mm-hmm. pushed himself out of the speed force in order to make himself into this, you know, like. 
yeah. to make this happen, which I thought was cool. Um, but yeah, I just was glad it wasn't like, hey, what if we had two colored blobs of powers happening? <laughs> two giant right. beams of light. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Not too much. I really had a lot of fun with this movie. Um, um, you we know. should talk about the. What did you guys think about all the cameos? You broke up again. What did you guys what think, we think about, about all what? the cameos? The cameos. Oh, yeah. So we have Bad Fleck, Key, and well, Batman, and then the end of the movie. Yeah. <clears throat> which, and then yeah. we also. Well. well, the end of the movie is Clooney, which was fun. Like, because mm-hmm. I was thinking, there's no way they're going to pretend like he's going to break. He's not breaking the timeline again, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and it was Clooney. Um, I was kind of hoping it was Keaton again, though. I'm not going to lie. I mean, we saw Adam West Batman. We saw Jay Garrick yeah. Flash. We got, what, three Supermen. We got We got George. Nicolas Cage Superman. Got, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't really a moment for me. Like, the theater kind of was like, whoa. And I was just kind of like, oh, God, kill me. Same thing with Christopher Reeves. It's like, okay, I get it, you know? I saw it, and I was like, all right, cool. I I, I dig it. I dig that we're showing all the stuff, but it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't It wasn't a uh, I saw Darth Vader and then I clapped moment for me. But, mm. but it was cool, I guess. I mean, I think they showed the, I think, I'm, I was fine with them showing the Nick Cage Superman because I remember all the shit with the glowing suit and stuff. But I feel like they lingered on him a bit much to make sure you well, noticed. What they did is they... So the whole thing with that Nick Cage thing is the rights for Superman came up and Warner Brothers like didn't wasn't paying attention. And like a, I think it was like a makeup artist or something got a hold of him and was like, I want to make a movie. And they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, they did like a test fitting and everything. They had Kevin Smith write a movie, and it was going to be Tim Burton directed. And in the there was three requirements this guy wanted for them to make it, and it was that Nick Cage, Superman couldn't fly, he couldn't have a cape, and he needed to be fighting a giant mechanical spider in it. And that's why they lingered because they put all three of those things in there as like. You know, showing that little, you know, Superman hmm. Lives movie that never yeah. happened. And yeah. Thank God, show though, the three requirements that, you know, they did the opposite. They had him fly, they had a cape, and they had him, well, they still had him fight the mechanical spider. but <laughs> And he wasn't really flying, he was swimming. Was he? No, yeah, he was, he was underwater. Flying. No, he was, he was underwater. Like, he was like on a planet or space looking planet. I'm Not almost that. certain he was underwater. Hold on. I saw. It I twice. think the whole shit. Think, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was definitely just on like a rocky-looking planet. I thought. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, it's it was fine. I mean, I guess it was like, yeah. oh, it's funny, and it was cool. I mean, it is time paradox, so they are going to show all the different stuff. So it was cool for them to show all the different yeah. heroes we've had. I loved all the cameos. I I thought it was a real cool touch to add that to it. Um. I like seeing both the Reeves. I like seeing Adam West and stuff like that. I thought they were all so ugly and terrible CG that I couldn't appreciate it. <laughs> That's what I did kind of notice. I was just like, oof, because it's definitely CG. Like, man, you like, can just get Nick and not Cage in good. There. Yeah, not good CG at all. <laughs> like PS3. <laughs> yeah, right. but it was, it was cool. cool. Again, I that that's 
I think the second viewing kind of got rid of that sting. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Seeing that the second time I was already well aware everything was going to look like shit. So I didn't like pay attention to it as much. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like I said about the comic bookiness, I think it all, I can really look past a lot of it because it was so comic booky and it's a comic book movie. So I'm kind of happy. At least they're making these movies big fantastical comic booky movies and not just super serious yeah no, super nolan shower yeah yeah because they were trying you, that for a while man nolan and like uh man of steel and shit for a while that, they were just being grim that fight against zod at the end was better than all of the justice league and five times better than Zack snyder's justice league as well like i was more entertained by that team up scene of batman being batman Supergirl being Supergirl and Flash being Flash than anything I've seen of a team up in this DCEU. Yeah. It was a little crazy when everybody started dying, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I also, like, I really love that moment that uh, they come back the first time and he's like, Batman, it's, you know, protected by a shield. And he goes, copy, and immediately does something else. I was like, that's mm-hmm. a smart motherfucker right there. Yeah. Like, they let Batman be smart and be tactical, yeah. you know? And like they showed that he had experience with everything, even explaining like the multiversal stuff, you know? Yeah. And I really loved him fighting that big dude and like putting all the explosives on him. Swinging around. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It was so awesome. (laughs) It was so good. And it's so Batman, right? His combat still like felt Michael Keaton Batman. Like he still had like the stiff neck and shoulders going on when he was doing his warehouse scene in that like Russian silo, he still had like the stiff upper body. So it made it even like, I feel like they just nailed everything with his Batman. Like they kept it, his Batman the whole way through. Yeah. It was cool. I noticed that they kept his no, no moving neck. Mm -hmm. It was pretty great. (laughs) Did you catch the, the other Barry wearing the suit? when they were getting ready to jump out in that final battle and he like turned to look at flash and his face was like messed up in the mask. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's cause the, the mask yeah. didn't move, but he did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then after so he funny. fights for a little bit, he rips the neck out of it to like be yeah. able to move it. Again. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. I like that. How he made himself a flash suit out of a bat suit. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Yeah. yeah there was a was lot a of cool, cool stuff. There was cool stuff in, the, in, in there. Definitely using the static charge to, basically make shock projectiles it was pretty cool this was a pretty pretty cool movie i can say like this might be i don't know if i'll buy it but like maybe because it might be fun to watch i try to think like, if the cgi was like perfect i this might have easily been like a nine type like plus movie if the cgi mm-hmm. would have been like yeah perfect yes i agree Such a 100%. shame <laughs> It I don't really know if it is. could be though, because it's like there was it was so much CGI because it's so much flash right. stuff. So it's got it's gonna, I mean it's gonna look kooky well, a little bit. So I was on uh, Vintage Geeks and um, Joe made a good point when we were reviewing this, and he um, he said to like they should have done like you the cheating gray, on us, you motherfucker. What? <laughs> no, I got invited on another podcast to. You didn't ask Uh permission. We don't do that. It's like Metallica here, dude. You don't get to join other bands. You're in one band. We can do it. You're, dude. You're not allowed. What are you talking? What are you talking about? You, where's our cut? 
How much did they pay you? Well, that's an ongoing payment situation. So. Wow. <laughs> Weekly blowjobs. Wow, dude. Hell yeah. But now no, they, my bad. But they what, said what show like, is this? Uh, so the podcast is called Vintage Geeks, and it's Joe and um, David from Supercast, if anybody remembers them. And then Duncan is a guy from another podcast. I can't remember the name oh, of cool. it. But. Dunking these nuts in your mouth. <laughs> Got you, dude. I fucking nailed you. You yeah. get it. You I know. I was it. just I was giving the long pause to really <laughs> to really let me know that, you hated yeah, that joke. Yeah, just so you could <laughs> ache a little bit. Um but wow. he Joe mentioned like putting like I don't know, making like an artistic choice and putting like a gray hue over everything when they're in the speed the speed force or like a colored like to make that not as big of a sting and then maybe focus more on doing the CGI and the, the slow regular time stuff. Yeah. Like just keep the babies looked a little bit. They were, the awful. babies looked really bad. Like oh, really yeah. <laughs> bad. The second they fell out of the thing, I was like, Oh my God, I wish I could scrape my eyes out of my head. Yeah, it was, but awful. that was a fun scene. Yeah. And I'm glad they didn't do what they do in every one of these speed movies now, ever since X-Men first class of like time to do a cool song. And then, you know, whatever, like they did parts of it where like he is doing things like eating cool song. He, he he is. Did they? I I don't remember, but it just didn't seem like they like made it like, and now right. he does things to fuck with people. Like he does things to yeah. save their lives they didn't and put whatever. The jokey little. Well, they kind of did because they had him like microwave the burrito and <laughs> eat the burrito. <laughs> <laughs> he he did. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's a good movie, man. I really enjoyed yeah. it. it I cool. what 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 else would I have wanted from it? Maybe a Christian Bale moment, honestly. If I'm being real, just because you know it would have been fun to see him back, but yeah, but I don't even yeah, because he would. I doubt he would let them really do anything. So no, uh, and he's not. Yeah, you know what? He's kind of that's a different kind of an a asshole. Completely different approach to like Batman, though. That's like trying to yeah. now. You know what would have been funny to see? Trying... Good. Sorry, I was say you know what would have been funny. Well, you're you're breaking up, so if I interrupt you too much, I'm sorry. It's like it'll go silent, and then um, I don't know what's going on, but. Uh, it would have been funny to see Matt Reeves' Batman or whatever. Uh, what's his name? Bat Battinson. Battinson. <laughs> Just mm. something in the fucking emo yeah. boy. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Bat Cobain. But yeah. Yeah, I thought oh, it was yeah. cool. It was a fun movie. Go see it in the theater, I guess. What else is there going to be? I mean, what else is there? Honestly, other than me wanting them to make money off it, because Andy Machete did a really good job with this, and um, I just heard, I saw something, he's going to be doing something else, and I was excited about it, I can't remember. Another, it might have been another movie, uh, like another comic book movie, but I can't remember. Um, but oh, I want yeah, him to he, obviously... He's the director for The Brave and the Bold. Uh, that's it, The Brave and the Bold, yes, yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I which, don't know how I feel about that. There's like, because he did seem to be more of a jokey style um, director. I I was a little nervous about it when they announced that, but then I also thought about the fact that they're gonna have Damien in this one, and we're gonna want that humor of Damien just being mm-hmm. like an asshole all the time. So, yeah, I don't know. 
And didn't Damien like straight up kill people when he first showed up? Yeah, he was <laughs> oh, yeah. assassin. Yeah. Oh yeah. He straight up decapitates people. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought he cut a dude's head off like the first time he's like meets Batman. <laughs> Well, first time he meets him, he tries to fucking attack him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I would say this will be better at home because the CG will, like, my buddy was like, I got tickets for IMAX, but I went to the wrong, I got them at the wrong theater. And I was like, you, you don't need to get the IMAX. It's real. It's, it's, it's real bad. (laughs) Yeah. Like the, the CG is just, uh, it looked a lot better when I sat further back in the, in the, uh, theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, that's it. Yeah. I think that's about it. It was. It's, it's cool. If you like superhero stuff, it's definitely a must-watch. It was surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. I want to reiterate that. Like, if you're on the fence, go see it. I did, wanted to hate it. Now, I didn't go in like obviously like oh, I'm gonna hate. Did you guys watch movie, the you know? end credit? No. Oh yeah, no. I walked out immediately. Was oh, were there okay. any things? Uh, it was just Barry talking to a very drunk Jason Momoa Aquaman in there and kind of explaining like how every like di- other uh, Justice League members are like changing. Their appearance has been changing except for his. And I think it was just a way to excuse the Aquaman 2 movie mm. coming out there. It can still be in the DCEU Earth um and still be jason momoa and not have nothing to do with the future yeah that's all they were doing Hmm. i wish it was the fucking peacekeeper (laughs) like a furthering of the peacekeeper ending joke because that shit was really funny yeah because i think some people Mm -hmm. i I think there was a different cameo scene done originally because this was supposed to come out after aquaman Uh, and i believe it was like a different bat it was like a bat a different bruce or something or something i don't know hmm. i think that's maybe when the cameo with like george clooney was or something instead okay but yeah that was cool i liked it it's a good movie go see it and give him money man annie machete did a great job like this was this had to be tough to to walk into the DC EU at this yeah, point in time. Like you know what I mean? Like fifth, this was, he was like the yeah. fifth director to get on that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think given all of the shit that's going on and and you know the how up in the air everything is, I think he did a great job. And I think yeah, it was like really really well done. I wish he had had more money or whatever, more time. Because that's probably what it was, was purely time. Because you got to think, again, he stepped into this after like 15 different people tried to to mm-hmm. make it or whatever, you know? And so he didn't have the time to probably do the CG the way that he would have preferred. Because mm-hmm. there's no planet you as a director see this and think this is adequate. Like, <laughs> I don't care what you try to tell yourself, what you try to tell your audience. This is insane. And there's no way you're happy about it. Luckily, it was minimal enough until like kind of near the end where it was like they were there for a lot longer period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It did not ruin the movie for me. I thought it was going to because to me, I didn't notice the scene you were talking about, Jesse. When they were in combat and stuff, generally it looked pretty good. There was yeah. like a couple parts where it slowed down and like when Supergirl's pushing that bullet, like that Russia scene was a little goofy. But generally, when it was just like big, 
you know, moments of uh, action scenes or whatever, I didn't notice the CG because I was pretty much fully into what was going on. Yeah. It was yeah, the thing, the thing I thing. noticed was it was a weird moment. They weren't... I'll wait till it comes out and I'll find it. Because it it's a weird face, spot. The faces thing, like, don't put... a Don't have an actor play two roles on the screen at the same time. Unless you're yeah. going to yeah. film every scene twice... Just don't do it. The, C- it's, the yeah. CG just doesn't work. It never does. Yeah, because it was basically like kind of like a Barry next to. It was like Ezra Miller next to, like you know, the CGI Christopher Reeves version of Barry. Like you know, just a CGI version of himself. Like, mm-hmm. and it just looked. I just remember thinking how bizarre it looked. Like the mm-hmm. the face was super weird and distorted, and it like creeped me out for a second. But it was a really <laughs> quick shot though. But someone's always paying attention. Yeah. Don't don't ever think we'll don't get think away you with can it. Get away with shit. Yeah. We're always paying attention, dog. We're gonna see it. Well, we might not even know we're seeing it. You know, like as mm-hmm. Red Letter Meter always says, you may not have seen it, but your brain did. Like <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. will catch it, and because you know it just looks weird. And even if you're fully invested, your brain's gonna be like, "What the fuck?" For even right. a split second, and that can be really distracting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was whenever he went into the speed force, I was like, I want to, I want to cry right now. It looks really <laughs> bad, <laughs> but you know, yeah, we did it. We did oh, it. Yeah. This we week is a big week for us. Uh, yeah, this is a big trip. We've got, we've got our big, you know, first time meeting each other in person. Jesse and I have never kissed. That's a promise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've never done it (laughs) yeah i'm i'm excited uh for this week i needed i needed a you know a a fucking break i need a vacation so this is gonna be fun for me and a good thing too is pools don't start on friday till like noon so it's not like i have to be up at like fucking 7 a.m to be down there to figure it like that shit doesn't start till later so we'll be able to like get there thursday chill and then we'll be able to like take our time friday morning yeah um i actually i think they they just sent out all the pools all the brackets so i can i can look and see the name of whoever i'm fighting i know i want to know if you and seth just randomly ended up (laughs) oh my god that would be (laughs) no doubtful that would be insane so seth is actually heading that way tomorrow so tuesday oh because he's probably doing he's going early with his wife yeah i was gonna say he's probably bringing his wife and maybe some of his kids or whatever you know his kids i think it's just him and the missus yeah Uh, him and the old lady yeah man so yeah man so definitely we'll still be here next week episode might be a day or two late maybe we'll do it tuesday wednesday next week but uh because y'all you guys will be back home by what saturday sunday i'll be home monday night nice Unless, oh, yeah i want to yeah. i want to talk to you about the plan by the way okay i think it's i think it's we dumb and post we need episode. To talk about it. yeah <laughs> yeah we're early look at us yeah. look at us well we love you guys uh yep. next week we'll be talking ceo uh, i don't think there's anything else coming out oh final fantasy 16 so i'll be playing that all of sunday i'm sure yeah i'm going to yeah i guess you'll be able to talk about it because um well yeah I'll, I'll have started it so definitely look out depending on what time i get back monday if not for sure i will be playing final fantasy all day tuesday yeah. because i Hell don't yeah. go back to work till wednesday 
That's so smart. I will, you gave yourself a day buff. Oh dude. fuck yeah, dude! I, I gave too. myself I took my a math. lot. <laughs> Bro, I I'm uh, yeah, I'm off from work right now, dude. I took a couple days before. I took an extra Damn, day after. Nice. Yeah, dude. Hell I yeah. gave myself some fucking breathing took room, a vacation. dude. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just making sure I'm completely good. And uh, yeah, so when I come back that Tuesday, I'll definitely put at least one full ass day. So maybe we'll do the pod like whatever. We'll see what we're feeling. Yeah, but yeah, we'll be we'll be there. Also, definitely pay attention to the especially the Instagram. So nerd podcast. That's where you're going to be able to see most of the trip. That's where most of the lives and the videos and the pictures. I'll do my best to just post a lot. So it's our Instagram feed's going to get kind of cluttered with it because I'm just going to like I don't I don't really know how to like I don't want to just put shit in stories so they disappear. So there's just going to be a ton of posts, and then maybe after I'll clean it up and try to put it somewhere coherent but there'll just be a lot of stuff so yeah. take a look and enjoy and yeah hopefully it's fun it's the the weather doesn't look good it's june in florida it looks like it'll be thunderstorming the entire week <laughs> but yeah. it's fine that kind of sucks but it's fine because we're going to be indoors anyways but i was hey, thinking like oh we can pushes us indoors to keep me out of the nasty ass heat down there i'm all about it yeah it's pretty bad it's pretty bad man right it's pretty bad man i've been down there in february and it was like 95 but dry still then i don't even want to know what the humidity is like oh yeah and it's humidity gets bad the heat index has been so bad like i i literally got fully dressed to run the other day walked outside and said nah and immediately came back (laughs) indoors like and i usually in i honestly like running when it's hot because mm-hmm. I sweat more, and it just makes me feel like I did more. You know what I mean? I feel like I accomplished something when I'm done. I, it was so hot, I was like, this is dangerous heat. Like, I might yeah. fucking die. So. Nice. Yeah, you pass out. So I didn't oh, yeah. do it. So give us a follow on Instagram Nerd Podcast. Uh, write us emails at nerdsthepodcast at gmail.com. Go listen to Rock with Hop, H-O-P-P, for Jimmy John's uh, Rock and Roll Podcast. Follow me on Instagram, Jester954, for my cool records. I don't really post much anymore, but whatever. And I think that's it. I think we did it. We did it. We love you. We mean it. And bye-bye. Take care of yourselves, guys. Bye. Drop the beat back.